Hey, my name is Alex, and welcome to another episode of Let's Get Inspired. Today's episode was actually a special request, and I have to admit that I am a little nervous because this is something that I've never talked about before. And if you didn't know, I actually do take requests, so if there's anything you ever want me to dive into, definitely let me know. Um, My email is in the description. But with that being said, we're going to talk about faith and spirituality, and more specifically, my belief in God and how that looks in this season of my life. And before I get started, I do want to acknowledge that I'm recording this podcast on Nugawal Nambri land, and just acknowledging that I am currently living and studying on land that was stolen and colonized at the expense of the indigenous people who originally inhabited this land. So when it comes to faith at any capacity, I believe that there are three types of people, or three types of believers, I should say. The first is those who wholeheartedly believe, The second is those who believe in times of desperation but are usually just indifferent. And the third is those who choose not to believe. And I feel like this podcast will apply to anyone no matter what category you find yourself in. Um, Just hearing my testimony and a bit of how I got to where I am I think could be helpful and just informative and hopefully inspires you to embark on your own spiritual journey. And of course, I always start with a little bit about my background, and in this case, it'll be how I got to where I am. So I actually grew up in the Catholic Church. I have two very, very spiritual parents. I would say faith, although it looks different for each of them today, is at the core of who they are. Um, When I was in ninth grade, I started school at a Catholic school, and I just remember being there and not really knowing what was going on. Um, God felt so unattainable and I feel like maybe because I started the school in ninth grade when many of the students I went to school with started at like age three that I missed a lot of that foundation but yeah it just felt like it just felt like it wasn't for me. I had philosophy class and like I'm kicking myself now that I did not take advantage of that opportunity but um yeah, I just, I just feel like I didn't have that understanding or that fire lit inside of me that I have today that had me wanting to know more about who God is and what his character is like. Another piece that really put me off from wanting to know more was that I was actually kind of afraid in Catholic school. There were so many rules and so many ways that you had to present yourself to be kind of accepted by God, I guess, that... I just kind of felt like, okay, like they want me to do all these things that I don't like, so this isn't for me. My skirt had to be a certain length, my nails had to be a certain color, my shoes couldn't even be dirty. And I feel like because those rules felt so intense at the time, and like I've just been one to like not like rules in general, so it makes sense that I felt this way at a young age, but I associated the way that those people acted towards me with God. And that was my first mistake, was that I needed to know him at a personal capacity, and then I would know which things I should take to heart and which things I shouldn't. Now, I will say God tells you to respect your authority, so I would have known that, but I wouldn't have associated those rules with his character. I hope that makes sense. And I should just say that I don't have anything against Catholic school. When I graduated my school, I remember making a promise to myself that I would never send my kids to Catholic school. I'm starting to appreciate that experience to an extent. Um, But again, I do think that there were some things that they could have done 
a little bit differently just to make sure that everyone was on the right page and then we could delve deeper into the philosophy and you know i remember literally like my third day of high school we were learning about dante's inferno and how like scary hell is and why we should never want to go there and like that was just so not a great way to like kick things off but anyways i fought the catholic teachings every chance i could growing up i had so many questions so many things that didn't make sense so many rules that felt dumb and i just i just neglected it completely um and that's how i went into college i moved to michigan state after high school and i was wild and free uh, this wasn't my first time living alone <laughs> i actually was sent to catholic school because of my behavior in boarding school the first time i had lived alone not that i was bad or anything but i just <laughs> i needed some structure in my life to say the least but yeah i went to college and i did not have any type of structure once again but i was just happy to be on my own really i prayed occasionally and whenever life felt really out of hand i would go to church because that was what felt familiar to me but even then i was kind of like category two <laughs> the person who kind of believed out of times of desperation but for the most part i was pretty indifferent reflecting on my college years alone shows me that god is real like the number of things that i was able to do the opportunities that i had the amazing experience the cool people that i met the poor decisions that i made that i somehow still got out of you know like and they didn't completely ruin me and my reputation and my character like i just know he's real from that <laughs> those couple years alone but it wasn't until after i graduated um, I moved to Australia for law school, which if you've been listening to a few episodes, you already know this, but um, being in Australia, which usually has somewhere between a 14 and 18 hour time difference from the rest of my family, was one of the most transformative experiences spiritually for me because I was so alone over here. And I'm saying alone, but I wasn't lonely. But I say it's a different type of alone because by the time I woke up in the morning for a class, most of my family and friends back home were literally going to sleep. And by the time I was tired and had to go to sleep, people were waking up or getting their day started. Or if they did want to talk, it would be during school hours where I had to be in class or do most of my work. So my phone was really silent for hours on end most days like even the social media pages that kept me distracted during the day weren't posting and i feel like that's when god took the opportunity to really come into my life and make himself known because i already had like a faith seed in me but i guess he just decided to water it i really don't even know how to explain it i don't know how it started it didn't happen out of desperation i wasn't afraid like i said i wasn't even really feeling alone but it was just something inside of me that was just really compelling me to start going to church and because i was raised catholic i would go to catholic church through catholic church i started to go to bible study and learn more about it and learn more about my faith and who god is and it was just like the more that i learned the more i was curious the more i knew like wow like this makes so much sense the more I was upset with myself for wasting so much time, honestly, 
and um it wasn't like an overnight switch whatsoever and i definitely would teeter back and forth where i would be on fire for god at times and just couldn't get enough and couldn't sleep because i didn't want to put my bible down and then you know sometimes i would want to go out all the time and not go to bible study and you know it, it it's a back and forth and I feel like no one is perfect, obviously, and as long as you try to stay consistent and at least acknowledge that, you know, when you are falling behind, that you, that that's what's happening, I feel like, I feel like you can't beat yourself up too much. I definitely didn't. <laughs> so when it comes to my faith, actually, I should quickly say that this isn't me trying to convince you of anything. Um, I feel like this is a podcast that I would have loved to hear early in my spiritual journey because there's so much, so many people putting different information out there and (laughs) I guess I'm now one of those people but I feel like the way I want to explain it is just exactly what I would have needed to hear. So I hope that it doesn't sound like I'm trying to convince you even though I do believe that following God and Jesus and the Bible is a great way to live your life um i just feel like it would be good to hear it and at least provide some context as to what faith is and what it's all about and then you can decide if this is something you want to delve into a little bit more so my faith lies in god as the creator of the universe in jesus and in the bible i like the bible because it is written and i choose to believe everything that is written in it is true And I do believe that there are other major religions like Buddhism and Hinduism, and their truths are also real. But the major difference between the prophets of those religions and Jesus Christ is that he is literally the son of God sent down to earth to live a life in human form. And that's what makes it so powerful is that Jesus was a human who had human tendencies. And for a lot of those other religions, it feels like they're so unattainable because they're like superhuman and he gives us a model for how to resist temptation and to be a good person and ultimately how to serve God and I just feel like that's such a special gift because we don't have to guess and figure it out ourselves. This may be controversial but I actually do believe that there are other ways that people can feel connected with a source or with the universe as some may say um, the creator but I personally choose the Bible because of how it's written in plain English and there's little room for human reinterpretation because I have the source right there in front of me. Maybe I shouldn't say plain English because it's definitely not the easiest book to understand. There are a lot of concepts that are just superhuman, supernatural, and we have to really take the time to read it slowly and that's why there are studies and so many people who do devotionals to really just help us to really understand it as best as we can and of course there are concepts in the bible that i don't fully understand or even words and messages that i don't even know how to defend but i don't think that there's anyone in this world who can truly explain everything or how the earth was created or where humans came from and everything in between so i just kind of accept the things that i don't understand and don't know and hope to get those answers eventually but at the same time it's really exciting because i know now how magnificent and powerful god really is and the fact that i'm able to just read and try to understand even a small piece of that while i'm here on earth in this human suit is just so cool 
So with all of that said, I want to quickly turn to the definition of faith found in the good old dictionary, which is faith is a strong belief in God or in the doctrines of a religion based on spiritual apprehensions rather than proof. Those last three words, rather than proof, are a really tough pill to swallow, and I really feel like that's where surrendering comes in. We have to surrender to the fact that we will not know it all, and if you do, you're probably dead. The only thing we can do is first choose to believe, choose to have faith, and then wholeheartedly pursue God and his character. What follows is his presence in your life becomes so undeniable that like that's all the proof you really need. That's all I'll say on that because it's really something that I can't explain for you. If you're curious, you have to seek him for yourself because he really manifests himself in everyone's lives in different ways. And the way you seek him will be based on your personality style. So it, like, it's just such a personal journey. That's all I can say, really. But back to surrendering, when I say that, I mean we have to surrender to the things that we can't see. Similar to the way we can't see the internet or the wind, we can't hold it, we can't grasp it, can't see it, but we know it's there. This idea of surrendering to the mysteries of faith has actually been one of the biggest revelations I've had so far. And it, like I said, it's one of those things you have to just accept. And it's the only thing that really separates a believer from a non-believer. God's asking us to trust him and at the very least acknowledge him. And in exchange, we feel this unexplainable sense of peace every single day. And then we get to live in the abundance that he promises us over and over again throughout the Bible. I feel like if we try to apply logic to understanding God, that wouldn't really require much faith or trust at all. There's nothing supernatural or extraordinary about that. You just know. The same way you would just know, like, I don't know, your brother or something. (laughs) This journey is not for the faint of heart. Um, Well, I guess like when you start, it is. And maybe you're not an outgoing believer the way I am becoming. But I wear a cross around my neck, right? And I am just so surprised by the number of people that feel the need to comment. I was actually looking into this because I experience it much more in Australia than I do in the States. But In Australia, there's just a stigma that you keep your religion to yourself. You could literally Google it. Everyone says it online. But um, actually, maybe it's not just an Australian thing, because one of the examples that comes to mind is my American neighbor, who I feel like always makes these unprovoked comments when she sees my cross. It's almost like she's intimidated by it or like appalled by the fact that I would like believe in something so arbitrary. I don't know, but she's actually gone out of her way to make comments about how there's like no proof that God exists or that you know humans evolve from apes and there's just nothing true about the Bible. She even gave my brother this book by Stephen Hawking where he applies logic to God and there's just no way that he exists and again back to my point like this is all a choice a choice that you quite literally have to make and just deny all logic because there is no logic here and I'm all about logic I love things to make sense (laughs) and that's a big part of why I do this podcast is that there's so much in life that doesn't make sense that I just feel like I need to talk through but when it comes to faith I just I feel like we just have to refer to that definition and we have to just trust and believe another thing that happened is I was at 
a friend's store just hanging out with them while they were at work and I told them I had to leave to go to Bible study and they were like whoa 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 like get keep that shit away from me and I was like what and they were like yeah like I don't want to hear about that and I was like okay um we had been friends for about a year but these two people as soon as I said Bible study you, you the tables turned and we actually haven't been that close since I don't know what that was about but um I find comfort in knowing that you know those people showed me who they were and they weren't for me and honestly even if I wasn't in the space that I'm in where I am a believer I still don't think that I would be so intimidated to go out of my way to either act differently or to state my own opinion or anything like that because this is just such an individual and unique experience for everyone but um yeah, it's definitely helped reveal some things about people in my life and helped me to just compartmentalize them into different sections of my life, I guess. I imagine if back in 2019 when I first started getting serious about my faith that this would have completely deterred me and just made me feel really insecure and, you know, use what these people are saying and hold more value in it than what it really has. But there's this quote that says something like if you don't have haters then you're probably not doing it right and i feel like even though that applies to more of a business sense that also applies here because i know for a fact that there is an evil out there that wants to keep people from spreading the word of god that wants people to stop being faithful and just stealing souls at the end of the day and I'm empowered knowing that there's people who feel like they need to go out of their way to spread negativity or just discourage me in general because it reminds me that I'm probably doing something right. I don't hate those people whatsoever. I don't think badly of them. Um, at least I try not to and that is something that I have learned through my studies of the Bible. So I personally, I may have mentioned this already, but I strictly follow the Bible, biblical teachings, and the laws of the Bible rather than any other forms of spirituality or religion. On top of the life of Jesus, the Bible gives us so many stories, so many human stories that provide the perfect blueprint for how we should live our lives. And I feel like there's no room for a debate or space for humans to come and rewrite the laws and the stories because, like I said earlier, I have it in my hand and I can refer to it and use it and apply it whenever someone tries to tell me anything different. And speaking of other people, I know that a lot of us have gone through or even heard about a lot of negative things that have happened in church. And I just want to remind you that those were human beings, not God, who did those things. People, there's nothing stopping someone from using God's name or any type of biblical teachings for their own agenda. So I hope that this will be an opportunity for you to reset and just try not to associate those experiences with who God is because there are so many people who say they are of the church who have done despicable things and said things and created rules that are just not of God at the end of the day. Like I know people are traumatized from their childhood where they may have spent like six hours in church and went on Tuesdays and Wednesdays for prayer group but that's not a rule and you shouldn't have to do that unless that's the way you choose to worship which is again why i appreciate having the bible because knowing it and having it for myself is a form of protection because in other forms of spirituality and religion they do kind of implement humanity into it and they twist the rules and that's where you find yourself getting hurt honestly so I say all this to say, don't let someone else's confusion steer you away from one of the greatest gifts in this life, 
because if you just go and study it for yourself, you can't steer yourself wrong. Speaking of wrong, any person who is spiritual at any capacity knows that there is good and there is bad in this world. People's spirits can have either poor intentions or pure ones, and the bad is not always clear. Actually, the worst kind of bad is the bad that looks good, the kind of bad that tries to deceive or manipulate you by distracting you with your desires and your weaknesses. Now, I'm not saying that having God in your life will just totally rid you of being susceptible to manipulation because it can definitely happen to anyone, but having him on your side will help you to spot it because you have that word to refer to and you also know that God wants the best for you at the end of the day, right? So he will literally give you an intuitive feeling or sometimes things just won't work out and you'll be like, dang, like, why didn't he text me back? Or I can't believe I didn't get into this school, but that's literally him protecting you or preserving you for something even better. So you can always just trust that things are going to work out. But yeah, sometimes that bad stuff be looking so good. And the hardest part is to listen and to trust him once you have that truth or once you've read that truth. So that's definitely a tough one. And I've even heard the statement that love is blind because you know when you have those human feelings it's so easy to just ignore all the red flags and evil can go after your attractions your addictions your curiosities your insecurities and just make things look good for you when they really aren't so i'm just really pushing that point that it's so important if you do choose this path to have god really close on your side because he will guide you and it'll just keep you on a straight path in life you won't have to take all these detours and learn things the hard way and waste time with bad people whatever the case may be because like he doesn't want you to go through that at the end of the day your life has a purpose and for you to end up on the wrong path is actually wasting god's time so that's another big reason why i've chosen this lifestyle is because i know at the end of the day he wants nothing but the very best for me that's something that i've actually never said out loud before but it is something that i feel wholeheartedly and i know it may sound like a little cuckoo or like just like what the heck but um yeah this is just really something that just going back to that point of surrendering you have to just surrender to it and just accept it because there is no proof there is nothing that we can hold on to to know that this is true other than the bible and trusting the word I, I just can't reiterate that enough and that's the biggest thing that i did not know before and now i do so that's why i want to share it with you so yeah just want you guys to stay safe from that bad that impurity out here in the world and people choose bad all the time like it's so prevalent in the world right now and it's getting worse and worse because we're so obsessed with material things and people will do whatever it takes to get it and sometimes that includes acknowledging evil and just doing immoral things but i personally care about my character my conscience and most importantly my soul after death so i've chosen to just opt out of anything bad and yeah rules may sound lame they may sound not fun but you can just really protect yourself and spot that bad instantly in this world and it'll just set you on the right path well that's how i feel at least on top of some new rules that i live by i've also had to let go of a lot of things and people that don't necessarily serve me and i feel like there's just been a pretty clear shift in the person that i was pre-australia and post-australia because that's really where i started to just feel differently about god and really take his teachings much more seriously and that transformation is still happening i'm nowhere near perfect 
but I do feel like a little bit of not guilt but awareness when I'm doing things wrong because I definitely know what is right and it's hard and of course we're human but I do want to go into some of the ways that I'm being transformed um first is I've learned to love others so much more just thinking about the layers and the depth of people has like been so amazing and beautiful and I used to judge people so much and gossip and I really try not to do that or if someone that I even love is gossiping I try to just opt out avoid the conversation I'm not the best at confrontation um, so sometimes I'll just get quiet but I do spot like negativity in conversations now and I just try to avoid that because talking bad about people is just so unfair because we're all going through this journey together we all have different mindsets different starting places and we're all so imperfect that there's really no room to judge. I choose to see the good in all situations and I feel so gra- so much gratitude and like just thankful for my life and my blessings, my health, the love that I receive. I appreciate my surroundings so much more, even the smallest things, like to imagine that God created everything for a purpose, even if it's simply for us to just be in awe of the beauty of it, just inspires me so much and it's really gotten me to slow down in life and just just smile, just looking at where I am and how far I've come and just being so thankful that he's done so much in my life and in my family's life and with all of that i can't deny that god loves me and it makes me feel so loved because literally the creator of the universe the person who probably has a million better things to do loves me because he said so in the bible and i feel loved even when i don't necessarily feel loved by the other people in my life or even though i know that my family and like certain people do always love me like There are moments of rejection or even like moments where I don't love myself all the way, but just remembering how much God loves me does keep me going. And speaking of not loving myself all the time, uh, God also says that he forgives us and he doesn't hold anything against us. So that reminds me again of my humanity and that I'm imperfect, but anything that I do doesn't necessarily define me. You know, we make mistakes, but we can move on and those things don't have to be character traits because we can work toward making ourselves better every day. I also like rarely stress. This has been a characteristic of mine for a long time actually, but I know that God wants the best for me and I know that when things happen, it's always for a reason. So like, let's say I lost my keys and now I'm going to be late to dinner and it's like, you know, I'm not stressing, like, I'm gonna take my time and find those keys because I know for a fact that it's happening for a reason. Because who knows, maybe the person that I was going to meet would have been stressed knowing that I was on time, and maybe, you know, they would have stressed out more than I would have, so God's like, let me just go ahead and make Alex late, or maybe he was protecting me from some kind of atrocity, like, who knows, but I just know that everything happens for a reason, like, even if I perform poorly and, like, know that something I did was wrong, I still take it as a lesson and, like, maybe it wasn't that big of a deal in one situation, but now that I'm, like, aware of something that I did wrong, I have an opportunity now to do better the next time in a time where, like, it matters more. So, yeah, I just, I feel like I really don't stress because I I know whether good or bad, God is working for my good. And that just feels so peaceful. I would say one of the greatest transformations has been how much of myself has been revealed to me through prayer and just choosing to be honest with both God and myself. 
and meditating on God's word and just really stopping and thinking through every aspect of my life, like my relationships, my goals, my desires, my habits, just doing an audit of my life has really impacted my decision making. And it's just slowed me down in general. Since I want to have God in every part of my life, I stop and take the time to pray and consult with him before making any decisions. And I may not get those answers immediately, even though I do just stop and sit in silence and allow something to be downloaded into me. I just, I don't know how you call it, but some people say God speaks to them. I say he speaks, he downloads things, he'll show me things through like literally the YouTube algorithm. Or sometimes like a person's name or a song lyric will just be repeated in my mind and I'm like, I wasn't thinking about them. But then when I reflect on what I was praying for, I'll be like, oh my gosh, like that makes so much sense. So yeah, he, he speaks to all of us in different ways. And the last thing I'll mention is that prayer and confession or repentance daily has been something that's really just brought to the forefront of my mind habits and behaviors that I need to change because I am constantly repeating them and if I'm constantly repeating them that means that I probably still haven't changed it and even though it's hard and it's not necessarily a switch that you can just turn off and say okay I'm not doing that anymore just that repeated acknowledgement of what you're doing has been really helpful for me choosing faith is definitely a not a tough choice but it is a tough journey i would say because it's one of those things that ignorance is no longer bliss because once you know you know right so i would say one of the hardest commandments that jesus teaches is that he wants us to love one another as he loved his disciples as he as he loved everyone on the earth when he was there and it seems easy at first but it's actually really difficult because there's so many people in your life that aren't your type of people and you know people who may intentionally do things to hurt you or people who are mean to you whatever the case may be but when Jesus tells us to love one another with our whole hearts that's another key thing with your whole heart you have to really love them I didn't really understand how to do that because how can you love someone but also like if you know that they're not a good person for you how do you avoid getting taken advantage of and I actually went and sought some advice on this and I want to share it with you Um, basically you have to love others but you also have to use your brain so if that means loving someone from a distance then that's what you have to do but I will say that just because you need to love from a distance that doesn't mean (laughs) I'm actually talking to myself right now because this is the biggest thing that I'm working on right now is loving someone from a distance but also if you know someone needs help or needs guidance like being willing to do that even if it's someone that's not necessarily your type of person or sacrificing your time to be of service these are things that you know I feel like I can tell myself I've got a million things to do so I can't do that but just carving out time to just be a light in this world and contribute to the betterment of society and doing that at a capacity that feels natural for you but also stretching yourself at the same time and of course keeping yourself safe the reality is is that a lot of people just don't know better and even if they are intentionally doing something wrong like or intentionally being evil like no one does evil without knowing how good the good could be i'm convinced so i'm just trying to remember that everyone comes from a different place in their life and if they let me know that they need my help 
even if they're not my type of person, I will try to stretch myself to to be there for them. And that's been really difficult for me because I will admit that it's just it's been really easy for me to just cut people out of my life completely or you know to meet someone be like oh they're not my type of person and just move on but you really never know so yeah i'm just really reminding myself that i'm not perfect that no one is perfect embodying god's principles really just reminds me that we all are in this together as a human race and even though society and the world and the government does everything it can to try to separate us that we really are all the same we're all trying to figure it out we're all so vulnerable honestly because we're at the mercy of whatever happens to us whether we get sick whether we go through a natural disaster whatever the case may be like we are at the mercy of God, the creator of the universe, the source, and the one who knows all. And I personally want to be on his side. So after all this, I do want to just let you know that there is a way to get started if you want it. I would say faith happens when you just acknowledge like, okay, I want to try this out. And maybe that looks like sitting and reading your Bible or maybe... It looks like taking some time out of your day to pray or maybe you're not comfortable with praying but maybe you could just say or think to yourself like god i just want to sit in your presence for a couple minutes and just doing anything to kind of get started and anything to just go out of the norm for you and just make that time um i feel like is a great way to start also youtube they say youtube university i feel like that definitely applies to faith as well Um, I've got a lot of sources that have gotten me started and sources that I feel like are actually of God. So if you're curious or want to get started, um, I definitely hit me up and I'm happy to send some stuff. I really feel like this applies to anyone. Like you can do it if you're feeling compelled to do so. And I promise you that like no matter what has happened in your past, no matter what you've gone through, no matter what you've done, like it really doesn't matter because you can literally change today. Also, (laughs) this is kind of random, but I remember when I was first going through all of this, like back in 2019 for the first time, I was getting so scared because I was feeling so compelled and so excited about God that I was actually kind of like, whoa, 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 let me stop this because I'm going to become a nun because that was like my only... I guess representation of what a female woman of God looks like like I my grandma is a church going lady but like I don't know I just felt like with the way I was feeling I was like whoa like my life is over like goodbye fun times like (laughs) um and I don't know if anybody cares or needed to hear that but that was just definitely not the case um the relationship with god is something that is built over time no doubt about it just like any relationship with a human being you have to build it step by step you have to be intentional and consistent and at the end of the day i just feel like following god and the teachings of the bible will never put you in a bad position and i just want to wrap this up by saying um i'm or reiterating that i am definitely not trying to tell you what you should do i wanted to explain why i do what i do because i feel like (laughs) referring to the name of this podcast it could be inspirational because 
I'm not sure that I've ever heard it broken down in this way. And like I said earlier, I really wish that I had that source back when I was trying to figure it out. But at the end of the day, I do feel like the messages of some of these religions or spiritual practices are quite similar. Um, There's definitely some that are bad and are tapping into evil or like witchcrafty vibes and I'm not even going to give those the space on this podcast but I feel like as long as you're inspired to become a better person to live a thoughtful and impactful life then live your life and go crazy um but I did just feel like this is a source that I would have appreciated back when I was going through my journey so that's why I'm doing this but thank you so much I am here to chat I would actually love to because I don't feel like I have a lot of people in my life that I can really talk up to this talk with talk through these things about (laughs) of course now I can't talk but um yeah let's talk please please um I love you so much thank you for your time today and see you later